0: Pat, we're Jimmy. recording our
1: conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are. Good to hear you again, buddy. How are you doing? How's the weekend? The weekend was great. I think yeah. this is our nineteen our nineteenth engagement. I think, I think you were production. Back. I think you are correct. And uh, dude, I had a great weekend. Other than you know the last dance ending last night. I mean, I don't know how, how long we can hold off today before we start talking about that.
1: That is going to come up quickly today, but what like a bittersweet moment at the end just to know it's done. It's been such a great thing to look forward to on Sundays for the past, uh, the past five weeks. It's not done though. I'm going to, I was watching
0: it yesterday during the day, like the reruns and Sarah just like, babe, babe, like from upstairs. Really? Are you, are you watching that again? yes of course I am. what do you mean i'm not watching it again i'm going to i'm not gonna stop watching this i'm gonna memorize it like i did come fly with me <laughs> and i told him to go into math because that's all where, where all the money was <laughs> which i think's yeah. hilarious how he many probably does too <laughs> oh my gosh i could quote that all day remember that I only saw it like, once, maybe twice. The people people giving them advice, like I, I, the Air Force is always an excellent educational choice. And they're like, this one man squadron will eventually form his own Air Force, <laughs> Air Jordan. Oh, that's great. And into Chapel Hill. Yeah, memorize that. And um, I'm not embarrassed about it. I'm going to watch this probably several times. You pick up things that you don't realize or i don't know a lot of you've already heard before but no i'm gonna keep watching it
1: for sure i uh i've watched most of it twice i've only seen the last two once so far did you tear up at all yes okay good Horst. okay i want to make sure wasn't i was the only one
0: i mean it's just incredible I mean, especially when they said um when he said that he would have played like this it didn't have to end that way so, it. It, the documentary ended just like it ended in real life. You <laughs> wanted more, you know, and they were—they had it all there to give to give more.
1: But isn't the story completely different if there's another season and they don't win it? Like that's what I mean. Who? If they, who <laughs> says they don't win it? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like your, pre- just, your, your premise is flawed. <laughs> i mean jordan had to single-handedly put that team on his back in game six and it was a miraculous win at that coming back a year later every piece has to fall into place right and i don't know if all of them do
0: sure that's that's always a chance right but wouldn't you want to go down swinging yeah I mean, maybe. it's nice to have that storybook ending, but it's not a storybook ending because of the drama. Mm-hmm. The final shot was great. But anyway, are we going to get into this right away? We gotta... No, I just, I'm just I have a note here that I was going to talk about driving, <laughs> and because uh, people are still driving like assholes in the pandemic. Like, where are you going like, you're in a
1: hurry to go where? What if We're on lockdown responders. here still. What's up? What if their first responders are like Jewel
0: Osco employees? No, I, you tell by the make and model. <laughs> these are third or fourth responders. Non-essentials. Barely responding at all. <laughs> <laughs> I went downtown though, man, and they got some nicer masks down there. <laughs> Do they really? <laughs> like, I mean, I live in a very working class Neighborhood and our masks, you know, not very stylish. I went down downtown and man, what they, just, they got it going. Got young people saw a couple of guys, definitely gay. Best masks ever. <laughs> you know, we don't have a lot of people walking around our neighborhood as on the cutting edge of the mask. What and made this guy fun? had like a he had like a chimney in his like a vent. <laughs> It looked like chimney.
1: He looked like a front line. What is that? Like a filter, almost. I need something, man, because the glass is fogging up. Is a real issue. Oh, I bet. Every time I walk into a store, I'm just blind. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's a, a couple of tricks you can do. I think. I've
0: tried. My mom was just talking about this too. Like scuba diving, you gotta like wet the inside of them or something.
1: <laughs> is that the rule? Yeah just spit on the inside of your glasses (laughs) ask someone someone else (laughs) spit on my glasses
0: in the store yeah i don't think you want to bring saliva or anything right now
1: that'll go well what uh what'd you do downtown
0: i was just picking up some food i was picking up some hub 51 look at you Well, Jim, I, you know, I was saving this for the podcast because I just think it's going to make great theater. I otherwise do not like to bring attention to any of this. Mm -hmm. But Saturday was my birthday. And a lot of people that I'm close with reached out. A lot of people. (laughs) And, you know, again, I don't, it's going to seem hypocritical that I'm bringing it up right now. Oh, my God. I thought and I'm sure a lot of our listeners would think that you and I, this friendship we have is so Patrick real. So Happy I birthday, Hub, my friend. Went to Hub 51 to pick up food for my birthday.
1: How did I was it, was it great? Not- it was a great day, nice celebration. <laughs> you don't have your I birthday on social
0: media, do you? <laughs> No, I don't. And I Sarah took a picture, and she's like, "I'm like, do not post that because it was like eight o'clock at night." Oh my god! I'm like, I like Flanagan has no clue it's my birthday, and I'm bringing it up on the podcast. Oh my! So god. So do not post any pictures,
1: <laughs> dude. I have never and felt then like, like Josephine
0: was like friend. Josephine was like he. D- <gasps> Who cares if he doesn't know your birthday? He's not. He didn't go to your birthday parties when you were little. <laughs> like you're right. I don't care. I don't. But it will be. It will be I a new good topic.
1: Oh my god! I've yeah. never felt like a worse friend than right now. This is. Um, I should know that it is. I know your well, wife's well, birthday.
0: I'm glad we're. I'm glad we're recording it. And my wife's birthday is the day after yours. Jim's birthday is November seventeenth. And <laughs> know. Uh, Sir's
1: is the eighteenth.
0: <laughs> That's a day that I know.
1: It seems weird to me that you didn't reach out Sunday, the day after your birthday, for my half birthday, but that's fine if we're just gonna <laughs> criticize me for being a bad friend, but you know, you're okay. All right, that's fair. Happy belated birthday, buddy. I feel terrible. i'm glad you guys do, got some. Do hug. not.
0: Who nobody cares. It's not it fair. Was, it was exactly what it should have been. It was a nice chill day. I had to set the table. I thought this was funny. I had to set the table. Didn't have to, but I was setting the table because other stuff was, and uh, you know, we had that plate. You ever see that plate? Like it's, it's your special day. It's like a red plate and everybody. So we actually had this thing growing up too. And then randomly a friend of Sarah's gave it to us when we got married or engaged or some. So we have this red plate that everyone, when it's your birthday, you eat off it. If it's, you know, your special day, you eat off the special plate. So I had to set the table and I'm like, can I give myself the, <laughs> did you? Do I put do I put the red plate out for myself? I feel like you have to. I did not. Oh buddy. I thought someone would come down and say, hey, wait, wait a minute. This is your your day. This is your red plate day.
1: <laughs> Nobody. Everyone flannaging me. I mean for <laughs> that's brutal. <laughs> For a guy who won't even put his birthday on social media, you do seem pretty needy about it.
0: <laughs> no, because, and that's why I wanted to preface it, <laughs> that this, this very conversation makes me uncomfortable when I'm only doing it because I think it would <laughs> try to make you feel bad.
1: It, it makes, makes me look- more uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's the right reason to do it oh man here's the thing I know May 16th is your birthday I just don't know what day it is anymore do you know what I'm saying like I'm not looking to I'm not looking at calendars to yeah I don't know that's how you knew it was your half birthday I mean now that I looked it up I know exactly it is. (laughs) (laughs) oh is it online (laughs) it's on the internet oh that's perfect oh man I feel Uh,
0: terrible so no, we had a good weekend. We, we were just hanging. We had a night on Friday. We got invited to a little social distance hang with our neighbors, like a happy hour invite. Oh, yeah. That we didn't see coming, but yeah, let's do it. We walked down there, hung out, had a little fire out front, and uh, and we just hung out like all night, pretty late. That's great. And it felt like normal again. It was good. That's great. And, um, so, since Saturday, we just kind of chilled and it was good. Try to, try, we tried to put some wallpaper up, a little wallpaper project Sarah bought that I was really putting off. You know, anything to delay a project. <laughs> <laughs> she bought this wallpaper. It's like it's a peel back sticker. So, it's not real wallpaper. It was like, I think cheap from Target. She loved the pattern, but you peel it back like a sticker and put it on your wall. Okay, dude, this was not easy, not easy at all. You got to get it's it still- perfect too, right? Oh yeah, which is it was we we tried. Believe me, we tried, and it was uh, it was just not happening.
1: That shit bubbles, dog. You got to be careful. You got to get a that lot of bubbles. Money first time.
0: It was these it was poppy plants. It was a nice little pattern. But for you know, my first excuse was like, I'm not putting heroin plants on the wall. <laughs> but that kind of kicked it that kicked it down the road for a couple of weeks. You were able to buy <laughs> some time just, with that. Then Mother's Day rolled around, like you gonna do the wallpaper with me? Yes, of course I am. Yes. <laughs> and then it was just never the right day. And then it just was raining all weekend and we were looking for something to do. So we tried it, but we're not the right people for that. We we don't have any wallpaper hanging experience. It's like Sarah, you're in a jean skirt, <laughs> and I'm like, I have no skill Like we don't, we're not even dressed for this.
1: <laughs> we tried. Yeah, they've home home projects going. No, I need to though. I need to, uh, I think artwork is my thing now, man. I did a zoom show on Saturday and that's, there's a lot of pressure on what wall you're showing people what's on that wall. You know what I mean? When you're doing a zoom yeah. show, I think there's a lot of wall pressure. So, um, I, uh, I've always had a mirror behind me where I'm sitting now, but I took that down. Um, someone recommended Get I, some I, adhesive wallpaper. Well, I, I you didn't to even figure out something.
0: All you have to do is that part, that area right there. You don't even have to; it doesn't have to be perfect. It'd be a disaster. <laughs> just the, just the one place. Everywhere else, but just right there. Get what about a, when you take it down, though? A, get a fat head of some uh, <laughs> plants,
1: like we did. Fat what if you took what down? What about when you take it down, though? Does it like tear up your wall?
0: No, I don't think so. Oh, you probably have like condo rules where you can't. I don't know what they.
1: Will and won't let us Do I couldn't find a good spot for a zoom, so I kept trying everything. So I need to. uh I'm embarrassed by my walls, Patrick. I need to put some. But I, but how do you like as a you single could. guy? What do you get for like? You know, like I don't want like like Beastie Boys posters anymore. You know what I mean? And I don't want it to just be sports stuff. You should get those glow in the dark stickers of the planets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just have <laughs> like. The universe behind you, and oh, then at night, dude. that would be because random. then you're not only pleasing the people that are watching the Zoom call, but all the the people that come over to your place
1: for sure. i just stargazing the Flanagan Planetarium, yeah, <laughs> the planetarium <A> <laughs> Oh man,
0: <Woo>! <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>
1: I went to a, a, it's pretty hot, actually. not bad at all. I went to a uh, a birthday parade on Saturday because it's important to me when I care about somebody that I make sure to you know acknowledge them on their birthday and uh, my <laughs> <laughs> you went to a birthday parade on Saturday. Yeah. you never thought like who else who else birthdays today <laughs> nope, I'm so sorry. <laughs> My uh my my cousin's son turned five and um this was like like the guns and trucks part of the family, you know, into that type of stuff. Oh, the white yeah. people for a birthday parade, by the way. This this was I mean, there was a semi-truck there. There were like Harleys, there were old it was like a car show for this five for my cousin's five-year-old. It was awesome. <laughs> That's great. Any side cars on those motorcycles? No, there were not, but everyone would pull up in whatever like whatever nice car they had, and then they would just peel out in front of the house, like just leaving patches all over the road. This kid's having the time of his life.
0: And I'm so like, it was, a- was
1: the most fun day. Like, it was awesome. Did you peel out? No, I have like a hybrid. I was embarrassed to be there. That would have been awesome. <laughs> like, I don't know how to peel out a hybrid. <laughs> You like you peel out, quick turn, and this, all
0: those uh, empty water bottles in your backseat fly out. Oh! <laughs> have, you, was, have you cleaned out the car during the quarantine?
1: During I cleaned the out the car during the quarantine, thank you. <laughs> you. Make it sound so much worse than it is. It's a water <laughs> no, it's, here and there on occasion. It's a
0: typical single guy's car. I had that. I have that now. I actually am a slob. Everywhere else, I am good about taking stuff out of the car. Oh, yeah? and Sarah Sarah cleans everything, so organized, but lacks on the car. Like I come in, there's always lacroix, unfinished, carbonated cans, some you know uh, everyone's got to have a drink when you leave the everyone's got that accessory. Yeah. Right. I think that's kind of maybe it's stopping now because people aren't running a Starbucks that they used to, but you know, there's just like drinks everywhere in the car all the time. It's like, why do we have to be always with a beverage?
1: I want to act like you're wrong and what you're saying about me with the, but then uh, you just made me realize that every time I like, take my car to get the inside detailed I always lie about having kids (laughs) (laughs) really (laughs) there's always shit all over the place and I'm like sorry these kids man (laughs) So that's why there's crumbs in the passenger seat (laughs) just make up people
0: (laughs) that's great
1: oh the worst
0: I went to uh the hardware store and um I had you have to have a mask on by you know that I mean that's what they say I was in there. There were probably three people without masks
1: on. Really? Oh, yeah. I can imagine a small store, it's tougher to, I mean, you go to like a Target or something, they've got someone out front, you know, won't let you in. But a small store, I can imagine it's a lot tougher to control. Right. And they have this woman that was behind the
0: register and she said it to somebody, like, hey, you got to have a mask on. And then he came up to buy something, no mask. And she's like, that was your warning. Next time, he just, like, rolled right over, just plowed right through. <laughs> That's what's funny. It's, like, becoming, like, a, uh, you know, you're, like, a tough guy. If you don't, it's just so silly.
1: That is. whatever.
0: But then it's, like, you think about the long term, you're, like, how do we do this for for that long? How do we do it for...
1: It's a good question. I mean, it, it can't happen forever. Right. Do you ever forget? Like I was at a uh, target the other day and I saw a hoodie that I, you know, liked and I like tried it on. And then I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> like tried it on in the aisle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I walked up to the mirror it was like a, like a, like a jacket. You know what I mean? Like a hoodie jacket. And I walk up to the you mirror. Have to put it like over your head. No, 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 no. Just, just like a zip up. So I just, you know, yeah. put arms in the sleeves and I walk up to the mirror and the mirror has got a big sign on. It that's like, please don't try anything on. I was like, Oh shit. Now I'm on camera. Oh man. I'm not allowed back in target. Dude. We talked about this
0: on the podcast about how you freak someone out. You go there and start trying shit on.
1: I but like you're in a moment you just forget <laughs> that is hilarious did you but did you buy it yeah i bought it at that point you can't like anything i've ever picked up since covid started i own you know what i mean like if you pick up the wrong thing you're like ah shit well i guess i'm having almond milk now oh no nice man let's see it come on we're good we're thank good. you though i appreciate it fashion kidding. show you had a, a lot of debate started when you started asking about the uh, the milk that spawned from this podcast. I was shocked by the number of people who don't drink cereal milk.
0: I mean, milk consumption is way down. I think everybody is kind of—it's crazy. It's like, you ever have it now? And like, just the uh, the viscosity of it. <laughs> it's like I don't know what it is. It's like mucusy almost be like how did i ever drink so much milk i never have it anymore no dude that was one of my big things it was like go to the go to the uh, we used to get it from a keen gas station gallon of milk and i'd go there and i'd walk there or ride my bike and just you know when you're little that gallon is like a bitch just heavy balancing on your knee (laughs) <laughs> One hand in that bike, it got three blocks. You're like, this is impossible. I'm gonna pull over and crack it open, and just drink it on the curb. No, I never, I never did that. You need <laughs> that it for your strength. You
1: ever see how they do that when they
0: win the Indy 500? They drink milk. It's
1: disgusting. Such a weird thing to do for such a great achievement, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to climb a fence and not feel good for a couple hours. That's what I'm going to do after winning the Indy. <laughs> yeah, I never I
0: never got that. That must have been some deal with some dairy farmer. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had a buddy who you go to their house and um, they had like six kids and their the top of their milk was always missing. They never had the cap. Like It was always be lost. Just, they you just know?
1: take out their fridge one day, and there's just a hundred of them underneath it. And I never wanted that milk. <laughs> it's gross. I, you know? If you'd be over there, like, they'd take it out of the fridge
0: with no top on it, and I'd be like, oh, man, I don't it's want this. Disgusting. Do you remember, like, I'm so, like, about dairy. I hate when the cream is sitting out. I'm very specific about the uh the dates too i don't go past the uh, uh expiration date when it comes to milk other things you can be lenient on
1: right i've become much more vigilant because uh about two years ago i uh i ate an old yogurt pat and that messed me up for a weekend <laughs> oh no you ate old yogurt? Here's how long it was in my fridge. It was before the expiration date because it was a year old. It had like the date, at, you know, like best of use by April 27th. You know? And I was like, oh, cool. It's April 25th. Not 1987. It did not say. The, it didn't <laughs> say the year on it. Right. But it, would, it had been sitting there and, and then I realized shortly thereafter what happened when uh, I spent the entire weekend just doubled over in pain
0: oh no yeah you can't that stuff so now you you can never eat yogurt
1: again yeah right? that's why I've, that's of course not
0: i got food poison once from a big mac from the skyway mcdonald's you know the mcdonald's the chicago two. skyway if you've never been it's gone now but there used to be a mcdonald's right there at the chicago skyway you pay that mm. two dollar toll remember that Toll was like always the highest toll. It was insane. Be pulling, every toll around Chicago was forty cents, and then you get on the the Skyway Bridge, and they're like, "That's thirty nine dollars." Like
1: for to what? Is that to go clue, to Gary the McDonald's? Right. <laughs> go to Gary.
0: And it would be um, so. Anyway, I got a. I had a Big Mac phase. Never really ate Big Macs, but there was a window where I ate Big Macs. And it was probably, I was like 19, 20. And I went like a year or two. And then I got so, so sick from this thing. And I never, never ate a
1: Big Mac again. Did you, uh, did you get them plain?
0: Or <laughs> no, did you go, to all did you go normal?
1: But you went normal? Wow. To wow. all beef patties,
0: special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickle, onions on a sesame seed bun.
1: a boy. I wouldn't expect that out of you. I see you as the type of guy who would still have gotten that plane, But maybe that's what happened. Maybe that food poisoning is what knocked condiments out for you. And that's why you eat burgers so plain Jane. Oh, I used to jump around. The uh, There was a McJordan at one point. There was. It was a Beef Wennington.
0: Beef Wennington. <laughs> oh, that's so great. What was <laughs> on the McJordan? McJordan was like bacon and barbecue sauce. I think it was. Did they have a chicken sandwich for uh, Will Purdue?
1: They <laughs> did not. That's fantastic.
0: They should have, though. <clears throat> um, Scott, I just want to like make a bunch of sandwiches off of Bulls players' <laughs> names. Such as? Come on. I don't know. I'm trying to think of another one. Now we have to think
1: of another one before we move on. We sure do. The Judd Bushler, just be plain. <laughs> just white bread <laughs> <laughs> two slices of white bread <laughs> the plain burger two slices of white bread oh that's perfect the Luke Longley what would the Luke Longley be what would be an Aussie burger uh, maybe some Vegemite <laughs> there you go a can of Fosters
0: yeah Luke Longley I guess didn't want to be in the uh, documentary I heard that they asked him for like some of his um, home video footage because he like taped everything. I don't know why. I wasn't. Why weren't some of those guys?
1: I mean, Luke Longley was. He started. He was a big part of it all. I mean, that shot he made, you know, uh, in, the, in that final series, that was great. I mean, they just they showed that during. Uh, I want to say episode nine. Off that pass from Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, against the Jazz when they were
0: closing out. Mm-hmm. Or the one against the Pacers. It was after the Pacers, after Kerr hit the three, maybe. Uh, Kerr hit the big three against the yeah. Pacers. And Reggie Miller running his mouth again about how much better. He's, I want to say, hey, horsey
1: to him. He's got a <laughs> bit yeah. of a long face, doesn't he? It does. <laughs> hey, horsey. You said that they were, ne- and we're just jumping into this now, you said that they were never even a blip on your radar. Like you were never concerned. And watching that, how were you not concerned when they took him to seven?
0: Michael Jordan was never going to lose a game seven, first of all. And he was never going to lose a game seven at home. Mm-hmm. Now, I do understand that they were a really good team and that, Was a close series, but I just never, I don't know. It's cool that they were that confident and they thought that they were going to be the ones to retire Jordan, but it didn't happen. I mean, they weren't, they just weren't going to lose to the Pacers. Sorry. (laughs) I remember my buddy would call me after every game. He was a Pacers fan. He's from Napanee, Indiana. And he would just call me and just say Pacers and hang up. <laughs> the, yeah the whole call you got to do that three times. it was a um it was a great series. maybe it was closer than i but it, it's just like it was they were not gonna lose to them. Those were some good teams though i remember um there was a great moment i actually um looked it up after the i looked it up this morning a great moment against the Pacers early on when they made up in like 90, 91. And, um, do you remember Chuck Person? Yeah. Chuck Person was great.
1: He was awesome. He was a good shooter. And the Rifleman. Was, Wasn't that his nickname? Big dude. Yeah. The Rifleman. Yes, it was. Can't and be that anymore. Came,
0: he came in and, uh, he got ejected at the Chicago stadium during a game and I was watching it and then he he punted the ball <laughs> into the stands got tech, you know got tossed and then the ball came back onto the court he picked it up again and punted it again <laughs> into the stands at the stadium people people were going people were going crazy the ref got in his face
1: that's when the NBA was the best that's awesome I Those love guys it guys hated each other dude and just watching like seeing the last dance shows you the perspective from so many other fan bases that jordan just ruined their year you know what i mean like oh, i mean yeah. utah like you're a you're a utah jazz fan and you think that this is you know two years in a row we're it it's finally going to happen like there and just michael comes to town and j- just destroys your dreams it's so fun yeah and those finals were 2-3-2 two, two back then. Mm-hmm.
0: I think they switched it back to the 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. Um, so I forgot about that because that was really tough. If you lost one of the first games at home. Oh, man. You you had to go out there. And you had to win one on the road. Mm-hmm. It was almost – And I know some visiting teams liked that. But you always want to be able to come like – when the Jazz went back – went back home and you got a win too. I don't know. You probably feel pretty good going home. Yeah. But I remember that first game. It's kind of strange how they edited it. So last night they did come through for Pippen at the end. They did. And showed how tough he was. I do not remember that back injury being that serious. And um, he was really jammed up. You could tell. Immediately, too, like when he dunked that ball and just like face,
1: and, and just like and you guys right. feel it for him when he came down. And immediately, looks at Michael and he's like, This isn't, I mean, that he's like scared to tell Michael that he, couldn't. right? But they did deprive Scotty of a great
0: Scotty Pippen story that is like legendary, and they just plowed right over it in that game one of the 97 finals Carl Malone had a chance to put the jazz up. He had two free throws. It was 82, 82 Mm -hmm. Malone. It was like a loose ball foul and um, he was going to line to shoot two. And that's when Pippen, it was a Sunday. And that's when Pippen said, Hey, mailman doesn't deliver on Sundays. (laughs) <laughs> and then carl malone missed those two free throws that's awesome and the bulls came down called timeout i was actually at that game that's the only nba finals game i was ever at and i was um i had some cousins in from ireland and i would always take people to see them like the michael jordan statue mm. so they had a game that night finals game we went down the morning to see the Jordan statue and we're hanging out. And I we went into the the gate area where they sold tickets. And we we're like, hey, I know this is a long shot, but there are any tickets tonight. I mean, it's the it was the day of the game. Yeah. I'm like, my cousins are here from Ireland. And I just, you know. And this guy's like, Really? What part of Ireland are you from? We're talking for a minute. He's like, All right, I'll be right back. He came back and gave us four tickets Holy shit. to the game that night. Just gave them to you. Just gave them to us. And they were terrible seats. They were yeah. the very top row of the United Center. That the is very not top.
1: A fun place to be.
0: It was that day. I mean, it's, I it mean, yeah. Was, it was bananas. That's incredible. And I was, you know, 20, 21. Like get me in that building. I just want to be in that atmosphere. It's the only finals game I I was ever at. You couldn't get tickets. No, I way. mean that's some people don't realize. Like those Chicago Bulls tickets were so hard to get. I couldn't have been a bigger Bulls fan. You couldn't. There weren't a lot of season ticket holders in my neighborhood.
1: No way. It was so. I mean, all by the that people point, it was going those nonprofits. games.
0: So many corporate. You watched the highlights last night, and it's just like all these affluent rich white people on the stands your homie leo made an appearance
1: who was you see that your homie leo who leo dicaprio oh yeah yeah i saw him there that was funny huh i thought it was funny that he was wearing a uh a red sox hat i thought it was a i thought it was a boston (laughs) b i saw yeah 'Cause when you met him, you talked about did you talk about this on the podcast, right? Didn't he say to you wasn't he wearing a white socks hat? I
0: think I did. Yeah, he was wearing a white socks hat and I tried to bond with him. And he was just like, it's just a it's just a black hat, dude. And I was <laughs> like, Okay, sorry. That's right, Sorry, great. Jack. <laughs> um I mean what I wasn't trying to like, it was I had to say something the way I turned around and like, he was right there. I wasn't like sniffing this dude trying to, you know, I was actually trying to to not engage with those people. Cause they were, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I felt super dumb after that. I wouldn't make great if DiCaprio was like, yeah, I love those. Carl Everett's my favorite player <laughs> of all time. I love, I've always loved, remember Yvonne Calderon? <laughs> Loved Yvonne Calderon. And we just talked about the socks all night. <laughs> Carl Everett. <laughs> and then he brought me down. <laughs> he brought me down where they all drink and dance. And they, <laughs> I, end up on a, I end up on a table with him, standing on my tiptoes, and <laughs> claps in his arms.
1: <laughs> Carl Everett walks <laughs> by. He's <laughs> like, no shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Leo. Thanks for wearing your socks hat. We never would have bonded this way. I thought something though last night about Michael Jordan that I didn't really fully realize. And you always heard it, but it was, the examples were always there too. Like this guy always had to be challenged at some point. Like he wasn't good when he was cocky. Like you see a little bit of arrogance pop from him, at least like unfocused arrogance, like that before game five in '98, when he's talking to Scott Burrell and they're about to go out and lose at home. They could close it out at home. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, Scott, if I see you, I'm going to whoop your ass if I ever see you out of here again. (laughs) And then they go out and he's joking around with him and he's like, kind of like, foregone conclusion same with the phoenix that phoenix game five they could have closed out at home and um had to go to phoenix to Mm -hmm. win it last second i mean they did play with fire a few times but that is what he wanted i think he was not able if he wasn't up against the wall i mean like they said he only went game seven like two
1: times right Mm mm-hmm yeah, no. He and, uh, had to. He had to take something personally. He had to find something like to give him that extra edge every single time. Right. Karl Malone winning MVP. I love that. It's like, what was your main motivation for going into this series? Oh well, Karl Malone's the MVP. I'm going to show you that I'm the best player in the world. I don't care what oh, exactly. Does. I need like he would ah, so great.
0: But he was the MVP of the finals. That's what matters. And every time they were in the finals, he was the MVP of the finals. Like, that's the thing. Like, this stuff always be delivering when you're expected to deliver. Like, he never, you never went and saw him, like, score 10 points. Right. Like, I, I fi- we finally got tickets to a Bulls game. We went. Yeah, it was cool. But Michael, yeah, he was, you yeah, he had 18. And, you know, four rebounds, a couple of assists. It was good. Yeah, he played well. No, mm-hmm. he had 30 every night
1: if you saw the box
0: score and he had less than 28
1: you would be right yeah wow jordan must not have must not have had it last night and never took a day off never took i mean you know every just everything with the same intensity uh, which is just what made him so incredible
0: i think whatever everybody else was living was that they were this dynasty and it was this time and it was everyone jumped on the bandwagon and wow, this is an incredible moment in time. But he was still looking at it from the perspective of, I, like you didn't pick me up at the airport when I came here. (laughs) Right. Like the bulls didn't have a driver there, but I, you know, I'm loyal to this franchise. He was had this loyalty to the franchise. He had this like this thing about Phil Jackson, too. I'm not gonna play for another coach other than Phil. He had loyalty to Phil. He still was like coachable. As great as he was, he still wanted to be like, I don't know. Yeah, he always wanted that. more. But he also like wanted to be part of a team. I feel like he just saw it as one whole body of work this, this 1998 championship was not just like, Oh, we went out and put the team together and won a championship. He was like, I've been part of this franchise for 20 years. And
1: I don't know. He built something from the ground up. Right. And, and that's where, like, I loved at the end when they showed more of that speech from when he got drafted or more of that interview from when he got drafted, you know what I'm talking about? Where they showed that yeah. where he was like, hopefully we can make a winner here in Chicago. Like, that was his intent, and it was not just words. I mean, he, he from that moment on, did everything he possibly could to make that happen. Right. Also, a terrible winner. Like, every everyone who congratulated him, like, when, when they beat the Pacers and Larry Bird's like, hey, you know, he's like, hey, fuck you, bitch. Like, that's hysterical to me. Right. Like not even a uh, great job, you guys do, just just going right at it when Carl Malone comes on the bus to say congratulations, just like, yeah, whatever, like love just, it of course I'm, i I win, you lose that's what i'm that's what I'm here for. you can go work on your golf game
0: <laughs> <laughs> Saying that I'm to beat Larry your ass you. in that I'm going to beat your ass in that too. I saw somebody say the other day, no one looks more. More like their name than Larry Bird. <laughs> so true. Really? Well, I'm sad it's over. I love how it ended with the. Uh, that's a deep cut Pearl oh, Jam man. song too. And I mean, the not moment. Like a gratuitous. I got a text from somebody listening to our podcast that they that they had hoped that it ended with um, Cheeseburger in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. How about Steve Kerr killing it at Grant Park? I with mean, the story, stand up, solid. That was bit. a bit solid bit. Yeah, and overcoming was... everything, dude. You here are the the. Ooh. If I was to tell someone three rules of stand up comedy that you cannot do, it kills everything. You cannot do it outside. Outdoors sucks. Mm-hmm. You cannot do it during the day. Correct. And you That's can the... never. Do it wearing shorts <laughs> you're and right Steve Kerr went up there in shorts outside in the middle of the day all this shit going on around him all these people on stage Michael Jordan on stage right behind him mm-hmm. and he crushed he did that was funny
1: <sighs> that's so I didn't even think about the shorts that's he broke every rule that was a pretty
0: genuinely funny moment It really was what a life he had. I had, uh, I had heard about it. His dad being, um, murdered, assassinated really, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know all of the, um, circumstances surrounding it. Jeez.
1: Crazy story. Absolutely crazy story. How
0: cool of a life has Steve Kerr had though? I mean, when he talked about his dad being at UCLA, and bringing him to Pauley Pavilion. I really liked the Steve Kerr story, and what a um, what a career he fucking carved out for himself.
1: No, I feel like he's going to go down as a great coach one day, obviously, right? He's already won, he's won two championships as a coach or three. I don't remember how many Golden State has. At least two, right? Yeah. Maybe um, three. And people are going to be like, do you know he played with Michael Jordan? Like, it's going to be an afterthought. Like right. what great player he was, because I think he's. Uh, I think we're going to hear a lot more about that dude over the years. Steve Kerr, that dude's great. Well, somebody
0: said, um, I saw something on Twitter. Like, man, I would have loved to have been one of those guards just in the NBA, just you know, you know, getting, uh, just having a roster spot and riding out the league. You know, before like the league got so good, it's like. Mm-hmm. You think that these guys were uh, like mopes. Right. Like Steve Kerr was a mis- scoring machine. Like Steve, Steve Kerr probably could have put up 20 points. Maybe not every night, but sure, he could flat out score. He'd be a great player in this league right now. It's
1: perfect for and his to game. The,
0: he was really smart though when he saw that um Paxson and He's like, that's, that's what I, that's the job I should have. Yeah. Maybe that, and then kind of like looking like, all right, Pax is kind of winding his career down. I just wish Paxson would have hired him. For sure, man. Or the Bulls that kept him in the organization.
1: How great was that moment with him and Jordan though, when Jordan's trying to whisper to him to be ready. And he's like, (laughs) I'll be ready, Mike. I love it. Oh, it was
0: so great. That was hilarious. And I, it's so funny because I've seen that clip, but I've never heard him narrate it. It was so great. But when you see it, you do think that you're like, all right, he's trying to be discreet. And you're like blowing mm-hmm. the cover. It's so awesome. <laughs> Okay, I'll be ready when you throw it to me after they double-team you. (laughs) It's a very good idea. Did you guys hear this? (laughs) I'll float over to the top of the key. So when you know that you have to take that shot and then you still hit it, man, that's crazy.
1: I mean, the fact that he had to think about it ahead of time isn't easier, right? That, That makes it a lot tougher. I'd almost rather not have that conversation with Jordan. Right. So it's not in my mind.
0: And That well, sequence, though, in um, in Utah, that final sequence. I don't think Sarah had ever really seen that. And she didn't watch the whole thing with me, but she was there for that part. And she couldn't even believe it. Like the bucket, steel, bucket,
1: no time out. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, and watching him narrate that, that was, the, for me, like that was chills, man. Really was. You see him look over at Phil on the bench. You see Phil look back, you know, like he's figuring all this out in real time that there's not about to be a timeout called. That is just what else do you want, man? Michael Jordan with a ball and the chance for a win. That is everything you want in, in, as a basketball team. You just let him do it. And, and that was great, too, hearing everyone like, Dennis, what are you thinking? Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get out of the way. Just clear out.
0: Yeah, no one else is getting the that... ball. Pa- Michael, though, getting pizza in Utah. <laughs> Come on. Five delivery drivers. You know, like, if you live in Chicago, you don't get pizza anywhere else. Especially and then after 10, it's like, Utah. That's how he made everything interesting. He's like, uh, all right, we're favored by 10. How can I make this? I'm going to order a pizza. I'm going to eat pizza after midnight, and I'm going to smoke 43 cigars. That ought to level the playing field a bit. Like I knew the guy liked cigars, and I remember them when I put him on the cover of SI. A lot of people were bent out of shape putting a role model on the cover of SI with a cigar. Mm. I didn't realize how much he smoked them.
1: all of the time all of the time so now what it's over we don't get I mean there's got to be there's got to be something else upcoming right there's got to be some other documentary or something coming out yeah there'll There'll be be some some follow up
0: I I think be a tell all that's that's why Luke Longley's been laying low now it's going (laughs) to come out my side my side of the story. It's going to be called oh. One More Song. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be uh, a lot of Dave Matthew songs. <laughs> so the finger I was reading about, because I remember talking to you about how his right hand, how you could see how damaged his index finger was. Mm-hmm. And um, I did remember a incident. When he was cutting a cigar. It's a cigar cutting accident. Really? So I looked it up and it was after the sixth, sixth title. Okay. So he may not have even been able to play in ninety-nine. They said him he could have he like cut like right through a tendon. Wow. He may have missed he may have missed that entire year. I mean, that's his right index finger. Thank God, nothing like that happened.
1: Oof.
0: You do think about, like, what's going on right now, too, like, what this is wiping out, how many great sports moments For sure. that we're missing and people are, you know, being sidelined in the prime of their career, like Ted Williams going off to war. Missing those, can't put those numbers on. Yeah, right. is, is, there, is there anyone that was, like, flirting with, some uh, big records or
1: not that I can think of not off the top of my head. I mean, but you're right. It's taken a year out of everybody's prime, no matter what they play or someone who was hanging on for that last year or someone who barely made a team. You know what I mean? Right. Like who may not be able to ever again. It's, uh, it's a bummer. I mean, it's impacting a lot of people in a, uh, in a big way.
0: Well, we're going to have to find some more stuff to talk about on our Tuesday episodes
1: I don't know what we're gonna do
0: Ah, we will figure it out
1: do you start revisiting Sopranos with me
0: I'll start watching that <laughs> I'll do whatever it takes man <laughs> I just have to head back home because I put some um some ribs cooking oh. some ribs and potato skins do you like Look potato skins you.
1: you know I uh they've fallen off my menu you know, like when you're like twenties, potato skins popped up a lot more. I don't see them anywhere anymore. Like they're not on my radar anymore.
0: Dude, they're so eighties, right? Potato skins like an eighties app. I'm not a fan. But um, Sarah found this recipe, and she was saying that uh, she thinks the kids will eat it more than more likely than like a, a baked potato. So I was okay. carving out carving out potatoes. <laughs> really. Before I joined you, I, I can't wait to see how they, uh, I have a buddy that loves potato skins, so I might to send him a picture. Remember the potato, remember the Tato skins chips? Dude, those were great.
1: Tato skins? <laughs> those were no, amazing.
0: Those. I've seen those in a random vending machine here and there on the road. Really? Yeah, Tato's, weren't they called tato or were they potato skins or were they potatoes?
1: I thought they were tater skins.
0: And then there's another one, um, Tato's. That's like a Irish thing that Conan had a funny thing when he came to Chicago and was at the Irish American Heritage Center. <laughs> he did a whole thing with this woman on Tato's. Tato's. But anyway, these are potato skins. And I'm, like I said, I'm not a fan, but we're going to see how they turn out. Tato skins. You were right about that. Tato skins. And they, yeah. But they're still around, I feel like. Remember those, uh, those like eighties apps, like cheese, cheese sticks. You don't even see cheese sticks that much anymore.
1: Oh man. I just, like all those things just remind me of like ordering in a bowling alley food court. That's just what I think of.
0: Oh man. Yeah. We would always like, when we went out as a family, eighties, some fried zucchini. Like, what do you, what do you got? What are you fried? <laughs> Give us fried stuff. I never
1: understood the fried zucchini. Dude, I am still a fan of fried zucchini. You're going to fry something. I don't know. I mean, there's so... I mean, you were already... You you can't count this as a vegetable anymore. It's fried. Right. So if you're that deep into it, toss some cheese in there. Some fried
0: vegetables... They made a movie out of fried green tomatoes, dude. You can't even... All right. Valid point. Trying to sell sell me on French mozzarella sticks? You think I'm going to watch that for an hour and a half? (laughs) Sally Field better be eating them. If you want me to watch that. <laughs> was she in fried green tomatoes?
1: I never saw that. Oh, no, I was, I thought, uh, I was thinking of Kathy Bates. That can't be it, is it? Am I wrong about that?
0: Uh, I don't know. You were thinking of Kathy Bates. Don't you usually put a sock in just... your hand when you're thinking <laughs> of her, don't
1: you? Oh, come on, uh, you are go silent on me. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> I'm still trying to think of a tato skins versus tato shirts joke. I've been trying to work on that for the past three minutes. And it's not going anywhere.
0: I just wanted to talk about old apps. You don't see, old appetizers you don't see
1: anymore. First of all, calling them apps is pretty. Apps is that is 80s. <laughs> they still have TGI Friday. still sells like uh, potatoes, like potato skins chips. I guess. Dude, when I started carving these things
0: out, all I could think about was TGI Fridays. That's so funny you say that. When I think of like potato skins, I think of a place like that. Do you remember the Yo. first time you went to TGI Fridays? I was Yo. like, this is the best place ever. Our waiter sat down <laughs> to talk to us. He's just a guy in suspenders. He's got a lot of buttons that I am impressed with. <laughs> and he's sitting here with this, I can picture this dude. We are in Cincinnati. First time it was ever a Friday. So he came, like, tur- he, put- he turned the chair around, like. Backwards? What's ha- Like, like, Raj and what's happening. Wow. Dwayne, and was just, you know, engaging us. Like, this is, a- where are we right now? We are in the future, man. Russ Williamson's got a great joke, one of my favorite jokes, and I, I tie it to a place like that when he um talks about working at forest or forest gum yeah bubble gum when he was working at bubble gum strips and he he would ask like a cheesy a cheesy uh yeah like give me a question your questions (laughs) yeah (laughs) the bubble gum yeah oh it's a great joke he's like what did jenny die of aids that's right free straws (laughs) free Free straws straws. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Such Rex a good Williamson. bit. Williamson. He makes me laugh, man.
1: Real funny dude. Real funny dude. Speaking of real funny dudes, uh, I know you're heading home. Uh, we lost one this weekend, man. Fred Willard passed away. That's a bummer. Oh, yeah. Fred Willard was in everything. And stole the show in everything. He did. That dude. Well, I mean, Modern Family. I and mean, you want to talk about some of the recent stuff. You know, Modern Family. Everybody loves Raymond. Right. Obviously all the Christopher Guest movies. Um, that dude was just, I met him in 2016. I want to say he was the nicest, coolest dude. He could not have been, uh, where did it, you meet cooler. him? So, uh, the great American comedy festival, uh, Norfolk, Nebraska. Oh yeah. Nice. And, uh, and he was the guy. He, he was, was like, like the, the guest, keynote, of uh, guest of honor. guest of honor. Yeah. So they're like the last day they have like someone come in and they give him an achievement award and, and Eddie Brill interviewed him and he was awesome. And then I met him at the party afterwards and just like, no one was taking pictures with him. So, if, I mean, this is, this, this is loaded, right? Like I'm up against, nobody got, nobody got pictures. Well, that was the thing. No one was taking pictures then. And then, and then, uh, so I just really quickly said, Hey, big fan, blah, 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 shook his hand and walked away. And all of a sudden I hear young man, young man. And they turn around, and he was like, "I didn't. I was at your show last night. You were fantastic." And he like called out a bit oh, that he liked mine, like just such a great moment. But I didn't want to ruin it by asking for a picture because no one was taking pictures that I saw. And then, fucking this weekend, man, every one of them is posting their picture with Fred Willard, and I'm so pissed. So wait, they did get pictures yeah. with him that weekend. Joe Lift took a picture with him at some point. Um, I'm trying to think of who else posted them, but I saw three or four like from the festival that weekend. You know, people posting their picture with Fred Willard. And I'm like, I'm just, a, I'm an idiot. Oh, I'm an man. idiot who thought, of, who thought better of it. I'm like, no one else is doing it. If they're not doing it, I'm not. And then they all did behind my back.
0: Well, hopefully Tim Kane will die soon. <laughs> and you can, uh, <laughs> <That's
1: a rabbit. laughs> you can take that up. Oh, what a weird <laughs> encounter.
0: <laughs> Fred Willard was a legend. He was in so many things. Jerry Stiller also died. Jerry Stiller, another one. Brutal. When I did that Great American, we had Ed Asner there. Really? But I don't think I. I don't think I got a picture with him. Did you talk to him? Um, I did introduce myself at some point. Got got a chance to say hello to him, and but Fred Willard, I feel like would be so much easier to talk to. He, he's more in that comedy realm than, you know, Ed Asner was on some funny shows. Don't get me wrong,
1: but I don't think of sure. Such a nice. Tell day. them,
0: uh, tell them why it's in Norfolk, Virginia, or Norfolk, Norfolk,
1: Norfolk, Nebraska. I think they pronounce it Norfolk, which is ridiculous. Norfolk. It's there because uh so the festival is in <laughs> Norfolk, Nebraska, because it's Johnny Carson's hometown. So. You know, you're doing like your clean tonight show five minute set, basically. It's a it's a competition, it's cool. But it's this little town in the middle of nowhere that has, you know, otherwise not a lot. Um, and Carson's from there, but really built it up around him. There's like a state of the art cancer center. You know, he's put a lot of money into it. It's a great little town. There's an awesome museum on uh, on Carson there. Um we got to it it was Boyhood Home. We got to sign the wall. That's an experience. That you were in Johnny Carson's boyhood home? Yeah, we, like, they... That's cool. We got to sign the wall there. That that was anxiety, man. Like, I screwed up my signature. They just hand you a Sharpie, and you're signing Johnny Carson's wall? I'm not good at signing on a wall. And I mean, you're right. Practice, that was just my name, but, like, it's not a good signature. Oh, I'm so embarrassed.
0: That's pressure. Anytime you got a Write something right,
1: and you're not on a normal surface, you know. Yeah, a wall you're you're angling upward. You should have like a a stock thing
0: in your phone of like phrases that you're gonna, if you ever have to do that again, if you have to write on somebody's on somebody's wall,
1: do you write on comedy club walls?
0: I mean, I have, yeah, I always just usually sign my name. I'm not trying not to. I agonize over coming up with something clever and, like, am I going to come in here, you know, a year from now and be like,
1: what the hell did I write? I know. I hate it. I won't do it. I don't want to overthink it. You don't sign it at all? So, Zany's and Rosemont. um, Dan and I have talked about it a lot, and I'm like, I'm waiting until I headline a full weekend here. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted... It, I, I wanted to, you know, I didn't want to do it after headlining like a Wednesday night or something. He has headliners sign that wall and I'm like, I'm going to do it when I have a full week. And so I did that full week, the week before coronavirus hit. And um, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, what? I'm just going to sign it next time I'm back. Like I, like I wait, because I didn't want to do it then, you know, like I wanted to think about it for a second and figure out what to say. So this virus is your fault?
0: I did all of this. So you in this goddamn wall in Rosemont? <laughs>
1: This is my fault. Go sign it. I know, but they've been uh, they've been adding some uh, portraits of people in there. They've been uh, putting in some work, man. I'm excited to get back to some of these places, see what they've done. Oh, I can't wait, dude. I cannot wait. Let's take it home. All right, go make them ribs. Uh, also, real quick, we had uh, three reviews over the weekend. I love, we can hear you entering your home. <laughs> We had uh, three uh, reviews. I want to say thanks to uh, Colleen Bands, to Chuckard, and to, I think, Katie and Al or Katie and Al. I can't really tell which. But uh, Love it. Five-star reviews. Keep the reviews coming. We appreciate it. On iTunes. Uh, loving the content. Uh, really enjoy the picture. I laugh out loud a lot. So do I. Uh, I've always, yeah, I've always enjoyed Pat's stand up. It's fun listening to the band. i been two of them great
0: if you like my stand-up you should try my potato skins
1: <laughs> you see them bad way
0: <laughs> right here bud
1: oh, all yeah. right man
0: appreciate everybody listening have a great night Jimmy. hey jim hey pat maybe you, maybe you could put my birthday in your eyes on <laughs>
1: goodbye
0: you really hurt my feelings happy bladed birthday <laughs> fuck yeah. you